Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So, sometimes uh, priests say stupid things in homilies. Uh, sorry, this, sorry, sorry, so let me clarify. Sometimes this priest says stupid things in homilies. Actually, let me clarify. One time, well, probably more than one time, but one time I was using the example of just um, taking it easy for an evening. And I used the phrase as like, yeah, sometimes, you know, like after everyone's gone from the Newman house, and, and it just, I don't know anything else to do for the rest of the night. I like to just, you know, turn on Netflix and chill. And you would have, you could have, you, if you would have seen that people in the congregation, the students were like, what? I'm like, I know what it means. I literally meant, I want to watch Netflix and relax with a LaCroix because these millennials are affecting me. I drink LaCroix all the time now, whatever. But it's one of those things like, I'm like, no, I want to, I just want to watch Netflix and I want to relax. Is that so wrong? They're like, no, Father, that's not wrong. But you can't say last Thursday night you just had Netflix and chilled or whatever the phrase of like the verb for had Netflix, just Netflix and chilled. I don't know. Anyways, because why? Because it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. I knew that, but I was trying to redeem the phrase. To uh, Netflix and chill means that you kind of just basically maybe you swipe right on a particular app and uh, right, I think it's right. I don't know. Don't have the app. <laughs> person comes over or you go over and you have a, the excuse is you're going to watch Netflix and just hang out. Um, but you're going to turn on Netflix and then make out or do more than that. So it's kind of a, it, the idea that the, the phrase Netflix and chill kind of, uh, encompasses a lot from just kind of making out a little bit to having sex. Um, it could be any of those things hooking up. It's also a phrase that encompasses the whole deal. Um, so when the priest says he, Netflix and chilled by him meant he just watched TV and he had a LaCroix. That's, I just want to clarify. Everyone knows this right now. No one has any kind of, wonderful. We're moving on. I was thinking more about this uh, recently because I just watched this documentary called The Dating Project uh, where it talked about like this, I don't want to say epidemic because I'm going to use the word, that word later on. Um, it talked about this, the reality. Many of us have, well, I say many of us have lost the, lost the ability to date. Again, here the priest who doesn't date is talking about this. So. Many of us uh, have lost what Dr. Kerry Cronin from Boston College calls uh, the script. And when it comes to actually spending time with each other, when it comes to uh, facilitating relationships with each other, particularly romantic relationships, for our culture, there's no script. When I was growing up, there was a script. It was very clear. It wasn't as clear as my grandparents that had a script, like maybe, maybe there's a courtship process, maybe there's like chaperones and whatnot involved. But there was a script. You walked up to someone and said, hey, would you want to go out? And they would say yes, or they would say no, or they would say maybe. Even have a little thing, you could sign the thing. You know, would you want to with me? Yes, no, maybe. Dr. Carrie Cronin, Boston College, uh, she's a professor of philosophy. She talks about this. She talks about how in our culture, we have not given to the next generation the script. The script of here's how you ask someone out. And so what they're left with is they're left with like, I don't know what to do. Maybe I will just again, swipe right, swipe left. Maybe I'll just kind of connect. Maybe I'll hook up. And what she even describes in this documentary, The Dating Project, she talks about how people end up having a bunch of accidents, like where one person was asking someone else out, but the other person didn't realize that, oh, this is a date. So it's an accidental date, right? An accident. Or there's just this like automatic and immediate physical intimacy in these hookups. That's why one of her projects, I remember reading about this years ago, that she would ask her students 
to in the, you know for extra, I think it was back in the day, uh, years ago, she would ask them to do extra credit, and the extra credit was to ask someone out on a date, but there had to be three requirements. One was you had to do it in person, face to face. Secondly, it couldn't involve drugs or alcohol. And third, um, it couldn't involve sex. She found out that after two weeks, none of her students did this. And she was like, well, it just is a lack of motivation. Do you not want the extra credit? And they were like, no, um, how do you do that? And it wasn't because they're stupid. They're at Boston College, it's a pretty good college. They didn't know the script. They weren't given a script. And so what she started doing is she started having like these relationship classes or classes about this, this lack or this, you know, kind of dearth, this, this poverty when it comes to how to have a relationship. This isn't just for college students or for uh, young people. This is for all of us, you know, because there is an epidemic of loneliness. Many of us, whether that's a, whether we have romantic relationships or no romantic relationships, whether we have families surrounding us or we're isolated and alone, we're not able to share the core of ourselves with many people. So the article that I read talked about this and talked about how oftentimes like middle-aged men uh, experience the epidemic of loneliness in a unique way because they don't know how to enter into relationships because their lives are surrounded by work and then family, family's good, but they don't have any, they don't know how to have like brothers. They don't know how to necessarily know how to have not just buddies, but true friendships with other men. They can have a friendship with their wife and that's beautiful and powerful. They can even maybe be friendship, friends uh, with their grown children and that's great. But to have that man-to-man friendship or for women to have that women-to-woman friend, woman-to-woman friendship is a skill that's lost. One of the reasons why is because I think by extension, you know, Dr. Carrie Cronin talks about how when it comes to dating someone, we've lost the script. I think when it comes to being a friend with someone, we've lost the script. And so we have this subsequent epidemic of loneliness. I'm not gonna blame social media. Uh, I'm just, I'm not at all. I mean, cause it's a tool, right? The tool can be used for positive. It can be used for negative reasons. Um, but I will note this, that many of us have substituted authentic relationships in person with other people for virtual relationships. What happens is we've substituted real life for what you might call an edited life. Real life is the ups and downs, the, the small little moments and big moments in a person's life that someone else is sharing with you. And you're, you're sharing with their small moments and their big moments. Edited life is safe. Edited life is what we present to other people online. It's, it's, what we, it's even what we present to people when we choose to text them rather than call them. Because if I'm gonna call with someone, I have to be thinking on my feet, this is actually my answer to your question you just asked me right now. When it comes to a text message, I can wait and think of an answer, I can type it out, I can delete it, I can edit it. It's an edited life versus that in-person, face-to-face, shared life. Real life, you might call it. Because so many of us, not just millennials, so many of us have exchanged real life and real life connections for an edited life. Almost all of us, from the oldest of us to the youngest of us, have lost the script and the best we can hope for is Netflix and chill. Or the best thing we can hope for is I'm connecting with my buddies virtually. It's forced, it's edited, and it's distancing us from each other. So what's the solution? The solution might be to put down your phones. It might be to look up from our phones. It might be to log off of the whatever the social media is. That might be part of it. But a massive part of it is rediscovering the script. Take a risk and share the small things and the big things. 
that might mean that we have to slow down when it comes to our lives. It might mean that we have to say no to a lot of the, the plans we'd like to have and just live where we, where we live. Going off and doing the things we like to do and just kind of being with the people that we're with right now. I wonder if that wouldn't be a way that we could rediscover what it is to have a real life with someone and not just have an edited life with a bunch of someones. From all of us here at Essential Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless. Thank you.